Hi, Arlene Petway here. Welcome to the Christpirations podcast, a meal fit for the king. There is a literary term called synonymous parallelism. This involves the repetition of a concept or idea, typically for emphasis. This is especially true in many passages of the Bible. God is not being wordy for wordy's sake. Some things warrant our attention. One of the things that drew my attention this morning as I was reading Acts 10 was how Cornelius is described. Cornelius was a Roman centurion, which means he commanded at least 100 men in the Roman military. This was an important guy. The Bible says several things about Cornelius, and two of these are mentioned twice. It says he was devout, and his family was too, that he feared God, that he was a praying man, and that he gave generously to those in need. It was the latter two that was emphasized and got God's attention. Acts 10, 1 through 4. At Caesarea, there was a man named Cornelius, a centurion of what was known as the Italian cohort, a devout man who feared God with all his household, gave alms generously to the people, and prayed continually to God. At the ninth hour of the day, he saw clearly in a vision an angel of God come in and say to him, Cornelius. And he stared at him in terror and said, What is it, Lord? And he said to him, Your prayers and your alms have ascended as a memorial before God. I think it should be noted for application's sake that God cares about our prayers and giving. The word memorial means sacrifice, like a burnt offering of the Old Testament. These sacrifices described were like an aroma of a meal rising up to God's nostrils. See Genesis 8.21. His prayers and giving combined smelled so acceptable to God that he had to send an angel to this man to show him that the fulfillment of such offering was completed in Christ Jesus, his son. The everlasting offering, the eternal sweet-smelling savor, This man poured out his heart so intently in prayer and in the giving of material things that it got God's attention. You hear a lot today about getting stuff, but not an awful lot about being eager to give things away. We want some things for our own enjoyment, but what if God wants you to have the stuff to give it to others that need it? I'm not saying God never wants us to have things. That's not the case. But what if we could find more joy in giving than in receiving? We live in such a get, get, get world. There was a time when you opened your doors to a stranger or shared a meal as a way to show love, therefore exposing and revealing who God is. Oh, wait a minute. The Bible says that. Proverbs 19:17. Whoever is kind to the poor lends to the Lord and he will reward them for what they have done. Hebrews 13, 16, do not neglect to do good and to share what you have for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. Acts 20, 35, in all things, I have shown you that by working hard in this way, we must help the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Regarding repetition, 
There are far more scriptures in the Bible about giving than receiving. We cannot just like the getting scriptures and skip over the ones about giving stuff away. Let us pray without ceasing and be known as those whose hearts are open to give to the Lord first, then to others, because these smell good to our King.